Hi, nonprofiteers. Welcome to Nonprofit Biz Talk with your host, Tracy V. Allen, nonprofit strategist. Nonprofit Biz Talk is about giving you the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts to manage, build, and grow a nonprofit organization that will positively impact the community you serve. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Nonprofit Biz Talk. Today's episode is entitled The Art of Acquiring Sponsors and Major Donors. So we're going to go through some steps. This is going to be part one of two. Uh, We're going to go through some steps that you need to take in order to acquire sponsors and major donors for whether you're having an event or you're working through your financial portion of your strategic plan and you need to hit a goal. There are some solid steps that you need to take in order for it to be successful. If you miss any of these steps along the way, trust and believe that you are going to end up with a failure or you're not going to reach your goal. You may come short of your goal. So you want to take heed of some of these steps and make sure that you're following them as closely as possible. So one of the first things that you want to do when you are thinking about major donors or sponsorship for an event is to sit down and make a list of the potential sponsors that you want to be affiliated with. And the way you come up with this list is that you first look at your mission and their mission and see how closely your missions are aligned. Because if your missions are not aligned, then it's not a good sponsorship deal. You don't want sponsors just for having sponsors. You want sponsors that have a close affiliation with your mission and they can connect. It's just like getting donors. Your donors need to connect to your mission, vision, and your values. So do your um, corporate sponsors. They need to connect to your mission, vision, and values. For instance, if you are an organization that is opposed to overfishing and you are looking for a sponsorship from a company that overfishes and recklessly kills unnecessary catch in order to get whatever their catch is, that would not be a good sponsor for you, no matter how much money they're throwing your way. It definitely won't be a good sponsor because it's not mission aligned, and it seems somewhat hypocritical for you to take money from them. So those are things that you need to take into consideration when you're looking at sponsors. Do your missions align? Do your visions align? And most of all, do your values align? Because not all money is good money, right? The second thing you want to do is come up with a goal. What is the amount that you are trying to raise from this event, whether you're having a gala or you're just trying to acquire major sponsors? What is the amount of money that you need to make in order for this to clearly fit into your strategic plan and meet that particular goal? So you need to know that. You need to sit down and you need to outline it. So you this this happens with you and your board. You guys sit down and come up with individual lists and then you go through the list and you figure out who you're going to approach for major sponsors. And like with everything else that I talk about, you also need to make sure you're developing relationships with these sponsors before you go ahead and 
approach them about becoming a major sponsor, a sponsor for your event or major donor. Try to build a relationship with them first. You don't ever want to go into any situation cold turkey. Most corporate organizations have a designated person or department for this type of interaction. And all you have to do is simply call the number and say, hey, my name is such and such from such and such organization. Can you help me? I am looking for the department that does a sponsorship of major events. I'm a, and they'll tell you where to go. They'll either give you the email address of the person or transfer you over to that person. It's really that simple. If you get the email address, you send them a non-solicitation email telling them who you are, what your organization does, and that's kind of it. And offer them to go to your website and find out more about you and tell them if they have any questions, they can feel free to come back and, you know, refer back to you guys and ask questions. It's that simple, really and truly. Okay. So after you've done that, then you need to think about the second thing you need to think about is what is going to be the return on investment for this particular organization. So if they're going to sponsor, say, your gala event, and they're buying a package, or you want them to buy a package of $50,000, what is there going to be their return on investment for investing $50,000 in your organization's event? How are they going to get a return on that investment? So you need to make sure you're creating packages that really reflect what that organization is giving you. How many social media um, shout-outs are you going to give them? Are you going to place their logos on your website with a link back to the company? Are you going to send out an email to your email list highlighting them? How many times are you going to do that? Are you going to put them on your step-and-repeat banner? Are you going to put their... Um, their banner with their logo and their information at the front of the line when people are coming into your event. What are you going to do to make sure that this organization, this company, gets a return on their investment when they invest into your event or into your organization? Okay, so you find this out through their mission. What is their mission? Then you go ahead and the third thing you're going to do is look at other events that they have sponsored. That is a good indication of what they truly expect from the people that they sponsor. So this takes a lot of research, but if you do your research up front, it helps on the back end because, like I said, you're not walking into the situation blind. You are able to tailor a package specifically for this company because you took the time to research. If you don't take the time to research, then you're walking into the situation blind and you may be coming in offering something that they clearly do not want or need or have the desire to invest into. Okay, it has to be worth their while. So take the time always to make sure that you're sitting down and you're taking, you're doing the research necessary to tailor packages specifically for the companies that you want to sponsor your events or become annual major donors to your events, people or spot or companies. It doesn't matter. Okay. So the fourth thing that you want to do is pitch your event 
at least a year to a year and a half in advance. So when you're thinking about this event, that's what I'm telling you, planning is the most important thing in a nonprofit organization. You're always planning to plan. That's my motto. So you have to sit down with your board and come up with that three to five year strategic plan. So you know what you have coming up throughout the season, you know, that, that plan season. You can't just get up one day and say, oh my gosh, I think we should have a gala in December. It's June, it's June right now. So you can't get up today and say, oh, I think we should have a gala in December and think that it's going to be successful because companies are not sitting down just waiting for you to come and approach them. They have already planned out their um, giving since last year. Before the close of last season, they already knew who they were going to give to this year. So you need to make sure that you are planning at least a year to a year and a half in advance in order to make this beneficial and successful for your organization. So two years before you start sending out letters, you need to start finding out who the contact people are at the organize the companies that you want to work with who do you have to get in contact with like i said get in contact with that person send them a non-solicitation email or talk to them on the phone but you're not soliciting anything in your first conversation as a matter of fact you're not going to be soliciting anything in probably your first five conversations you're just getting to know them and letting them get to know you and letting them get to know the organization as well before you ask for anything. This is like the art of the ask. You just don't jump out and start asking people for money. You have to forge relationships. You have to cultivate relationships. It's absolutely necessary in this situation. And so you're going to go ahead and you're going to try to forge these relationships with the people that you want to work with. And then a year and a half before your event, you're going to start the solicitation process because you've already done the back end work of doing the research. So you know what the company's mission, vision and values are, and you know that they closely align to yours. You've already reached out to the key person who's going to make the decision as to whether or not your organization gets sponsored. And so you've already built that relationship. You have cultivated a package a sponsorship package that is specific to this company's needs so that they can't say no. And then you're going to send out your solicitation to that company. When you send out that solicitation letter to the company, if you have done all those prior steps, the likelihood of them saying no is slim to none. Again, if you have done all of those steps, the likelihood of them telling you no is slim to none. That is why those steps are so important, okay? So you're going to send out the package a year and a half in advance. So giving them time to place you on their next financial you know, budgeting scale so that you can fit in. You do not want to send this out six months in advance because like I said, most companies plan a year to a year and a half out. So you want to make sure you're planning along with their planning schedule because remember, you want something from them, okay? Number five, know, you, you need to know that 45% of businesses, like I said, make their decisions about 
who they're going to sponsor in the last quarter of the year. So at this point, we're in June right now. Like I said, you can't be planning an event for December of this year. So you could be planning an event for December of 2019. This is the perfect time. This is 18 months before the event. This is when you should be sending out those solicitation letters. So they have them. That person has those letters on their desk. And when the last quarter, which is October, November, December, comes around and they're making a decision as to who they're going to sponsor in 2019, Guess where your letter is? At the top of the pile. That is why planning is so important. You have to make sure that you're planning way in advance so you're fitting into that corporate structure and you're fitting right into where you need to be on their radar so that they can sponsor you, okay? So do not, again, start planning a major event like a gala or anything like that a year in advance. Your signature event, I mean six months in advance, your sig signature event should be planned way in advance. Like I said, 18 months, two years in advance, you should be um, trying to cultivate this. Okay, the six, number six. Um, what does your organization, how is your organization going to make this company visible to your audience. So we're talking about return on investments. How are you going to make sure, because they're going to ask you, so you need to know how are you going to make sure that they get that return on their investment? And I, I touched on it a little earlier. How are you going to make sure that they get a return on their investment? So you need, like I said, that comes along with cultivating a perfect package for that company, especially when you're asking for big donations like $50,000, $10,000. You know, as a matter of fact, in most cases, anything over $500 is considered a major donation. So how are you going to make sure, but we're talking more specifically about a gala. So you're talking about packages that are $5,000, $10,000. 15, 20, you know, and up. So how are you going to make sure that these companies become visible to your audience and get a return on investment? Because let's not be mistaken. When companies sponsor your events, they're not, this is not a charitable donation for them. This is a business to business interaction. This is a business to business deal that they're doing. This is not a donation to your organization. So they're expecting that they're going to get a return on their investment because that is what it is for them. It's an investment. Their prime objective is to get in front of a new or unique audience, which is what you're trying to sell them, that you have an audience that because you've already done your homework and you know that you guys are mission aligned, will purchase or use their services. And that is their primary objective. So how are you going to do that for them? Like I said, are you going to be sending out, out um, emails to your clientele and your donor base about this um, company's services and products? Are you going to put them on your step and repeat banner? You know, how are you going to build brand loyalty for this organization, this company? That has to be apparent when you send your pitch 
or your sponsorship letter in. They need to know exactly what you're going to do in order for them to get their return on investment. If they cannot see a return on investment, they will not invest in your organization. It's just that simple. Okay? Um, okay, so to recap what we talked about today, we talked about sitting down with your board and key staff members and making a list of the organization's businesses that you want to become sponsors or major donors to your organization. And the way you sit down and do that list is you find out do your missions align? So you're going to research that company's mission, vision, and values, and you want to know, do your mission, vision, and values align with that particular company? If it does, then that's a check mark next to that company's name. Then you want, second thing you want to do is to reach out to the key personnel in that company, the person who's making that decision as to whether or not to donate or sponsor an event for your organization. The third thing you want to do is cultivate a relationship with that person. Get to know that person. Your interaction, your first five interactions should not be solicitation. It should be them getting to know you, you getting to know them, them getting to know more about your company, you getting to know more about their company. When you do finally look to solicit, um, you want to do that at least a year and a half in advance because most companies make their decisions as to who they're going to be giving their monies to at least a year and a half before that happens. They make that decision in the fourth quarter of the year, which starts in October. So if you want to send in something for December of 2019, this June right now is the perfect time to do that. Okay. You, the next thing that you want to do is to make sure that you're um, creating a package that's unique to that particular company and that they will be, you will be guaranteeing them a return on their investment for sponsoring your event. Because remember, again, this is not a philanthropic, a philanthropic type of situation. This is a business-to-business interaction. The company is not donating to your organization. They are sponsoring um, your event, which means they're looking for return on investment, and the package, the sponsorship package that you create for that company should be specific to that company's needs, which means that you need to do some serious research as to other organizations or events that they have sponsored and what they have gotten for their sponsorship and make sure that your package actually um, mimics that return on investment that they got from another company. You're not going to duplicate it, what you're going to take uh, some you know, signals from that particular company. So those are some of the first things that you want to do when you're looking for sponsorships for a uh, major event that you're having for your organization or you're looking for major donors. In the second part, we're going to be talking about um, what happens after the event because what happens after the event is just as important as what happens before the event, there are some things that need to happen after if you're going to try to retain this company as a 
sponsor for your next event and other events to come. You want to make sure that that relationship is strong and that all parties are happy. <laughs> so um, in part two, we're going to be talking about what happens after the event and how you can secure that. All right. Thank you for listening and, student, and tune in for part two of the art of getting, um, of acquiring sponsors and major donors. Okay, nonprofiteers, that's it for today. Thank you for joining us. And remember that there's someone in your community counting on the services that your nonprofit organization offers, and it is your job to make sure that you get it right. Until next time, I'm Tracy V. Allen.